Body image is something that we can struggle with well into adulthood, especially for women. The relationship that we have with our body can impact our ability to recognize the gift of who we are. In today's episode, we reflect on why this can be so challenging, especially for moms, and how prayer can help us to heal this particular wound. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to Life Beyond the Chariot, a faith and family series from the St. Philip Institute. We believe we are called to not only know, but also to live the truth of the gospel within our homes, in our workplaces, and beyond. We believe we are invited to encounter Christ in the messiness of day-to-day life and to live as his disciples. Hi everyone, it's good to be with you again. Mickey, how are you doing? I am doing well, and yourself? Doing good, doing well. Good English, right? Um, (laughs) I'm doing well, thank you. Um, I know we're over Zoom again, but it's always good to to have um, a conversation with you. Uh, And yeah, so we'll just jump right in. You had a really good um, topic for today. (laughs) Well, so I think it's a good topic and something that... um, all people, but especially women should really consider and think about, but the whole idea of like body image Mm -hmm. and how we view our body, where we put our value, um, how we see ourselves. And so really it's just about what is the relationship we have with our body? And I know Mm. that that's a weird question, but, um, I actually had this, I'm terrible at planning, but I got this like planner a long time ago. I did really good from like January to March (laughs) and then after that, not so much, but there are certain goals in this planner. And one of them was about, um, appreciate your body. And that was, uh, for one month, it really talked about like your goals about appreciating your body. And, um, she mentioned something in here that I found fascinating. Um, and it just made me think, but what if we talked about our body? Like it was a friend. Mm what would we say is the dynamic of that relationship? So things like, do you speak well of her? Mm. Do you love her? Do you hate her? When you feel, or when you see her, do you always find something that is wrong with her? Mm. Do you point out her flaws? Do I mostly tell her everything that's wrong with her or do I please her? Uh, And so, I had never thought about thinking about my relationship with my body in terms of a friend. But when I started sort of going through these lists of questions, I was like, I don't, I don't know. I might be neglectful of that friend. Like not necessarily, I I've never really struggled much with, um, bad body image. I mean, it hasn't always been super healthy, but, uh, but I just been like, uh, just kind of neglect it. Like it's there. It's fine. I kind of need it, but to do the other things that I need to do, but there hasn't been like a tender, like nurturing relationship Mm. been really intentional about for a long time. And so, um, I was also reading in this thing that 91% of women say that they don't like their bodies. That sounds right. Yeah. Mm. So I know this is a super personal question, Deanna. And I, I remember asking you before we started, like, can I just like throw out some questions? Bring your question on me. <laughs> there's, been, there's been no prep for this question. So 
and I think it's good for us to all think about this, but what is your relationship with your body? Like if you mm. ask questions, uh, how would you answer? We are not besties for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a really interesting question. I think um, for me, I have always had like a weird, not a weird relationship with my butt, but I think like, you know, the typical like middle school, you know, just the awkwardness or <laughs> um even just like that tendency to compare, I have noticed that even into adulthood, that's something that, um, that I have struggled with, or even just like, so I'm black and my, my hair is not like yours, Mickey. And I, I would love to have really easy to manage hair, but even now I'm like, <laughs> I can tell I'm, I'm a little fuzzy in certain places, but I didn't. And you've, if you're watching this, um, sometimes or on the, the thumbnail for the, the podcast, you'll see my hair is really curly naturally. Um, I did not wear my hair natural for 32 years of my life. Like wow. I chemically straightened it for most of my life. And then, um, after we got married in 2013, I, um, was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try this. I'm going to see if I can just go natural. And I have been natural for the past, uh, what, five, four years. And that's been really good because it's like embracing a part of myself that Mm -hmm. I hadn't before. Um, but I mean, I think there's other parts, um, of me too. Like I've had four kids. I had four kids in six years. I was pregnant pretty much every year between 2014 and 20 at the beginning of 2020. Um, and so like my body doesn't look the same as it did before. And so it's really easy for me to turn up very quickly everything that's wrong with my body and the idea of thanking or praising um, or like being grateful for the way that my, the curves or, or whatever, um, that is always very like, but I understand like my body is part of who I am where this isn't just a shell. Um, so I should be grateful for everything that I am able to do physically. And um, yeah. But what about you? <laughs> so and I think it's been, thank you for, sir, for your honesty. Yeah. Um, I hope you wouldn't turn around and ask me. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> So I think during certain times in my life, there have been aspects about my body that I haven't liked mm-hmm. um, or that really made me self-conscious. So like in middle school, like I had these teeth up here that started growing in before I lost the other one. So I mm. lived things um, like just coming. And so I hated smiling mm-hmm. and I would where I was like, like if friends were talking and I thought something was funny, I would just like pretend like I had to itch my nose, so like anything to kind of like cover up you know, those teeth that were way up here. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was so grateful that when I got braces, even though braces are really uncomfortable, I'm like, okay, but this will end my fang days, you know? Uh, and I wish that I could have gotten to a point where I would just, I didn't hate it Mm. Right when it was fixed. And I was like, okay, I feel more comfortable, um, with smiling. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so that was something I never made it to the point where I was like, I don't like this about myself, but I'm going to embrace it and just live with it. So, um, so I don't know if I hadn't got it fixed. I don't know. I, I know it'd be something that I'd kind of have to work through. And then I have a mole up here and for a very long time, I would part, like I would have veins that would like cover up my mole. Uh, and 
I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's because it was just different than other people. Uh, and I don't know, it made me a little bit self-conscious. So, so those sorts of things. Um, I was always sort of like into sports and athletics. So I tried to stay in shape, although that definitely waned a lot. When you, know, you just have, when you start having children and raising a family, it's just it changes things. Today you're like, yeah. oh man, I'm exhausted and I've done very little to care for myself. And I remember after I, um, so we adopted our first two children, then we're blessed with um, a natural born child. And that was a whole new process because I never gone through that. And I've only gone through it once, but your body changes so fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're having babies at the prime of their life. So when you're at the prime of your life, your body is changing all the time, <laughs> you know? And, um, I remember being feeling, I felt my husband never said anything. He thought I was super attractive when I was pregnant, but I didn't feel like it. I just felt big and round and puffy. And even after having, um, my son, there's just a lot of things that women have to go through because your body is not the same and coming like to an acceptance of that. And it got to a point where I was like, I want to feel better about myself. And there are things that I can do to get back to like pre-pregnancy weight or whatever. So um, I have a system that works for me for a very long time. So I was, I was a teacher at that moment um, or at that time in my life. And I would go to the gym every morning at five. So they had five. You are amazing. (laughs) I went, I loved it. Like it was hard to get out of bed. Like that was the hardest part. It was hard to just get out of bed. Once I got dressed and I got there, like I felt great. Um, and I did this for over a year and I just felt really good. I'm like, man, I started this habit. I'm never going to lose it. And then we moved and then I lost it. And then I found a gym and I'm like, nope, this gym has early morning classes and I was still working. So the great part of that is everyone else was still sleeping when I would go work out. Mm -hmm. So there was guilt about being away for longer. So I would go to the gym when COVID hit and that ended my gym stuff. And then we moved 30 minutes away from the gym that I had a membership to. So I'm like, man, now what? Uh, and my husband got me a spin bike, which is like my favorite thing to do nice. for a while. And then we got sick and I'm like, I've got to get back on, get on. So when I thought I had it down, when I thought I had like really taking care of myself down, um, it just something hit and it rocked the boat. And then I fall off so quickly and it's really hard for me to get back up. Um, but yeah, I would say like I've had different relationships with my body and mostly it's been like, if there's something I don't like mm-hmm. it, like really kind of struggling with it, but I would always try to fix it. Um, and so, um, I've learned to love my mole. Yeah. Oh my goodness. My, my teeth are fixed now. Um, I've been able to do a little bit of exercise, although that's Wayne, but, um, but I would say at different points, there are different things about, about myself. Um, I don't, I don't know if I really struggled much with like insecurity in as far as, um, oh, I don't look like that girl. I really want to look like Mm -hmm. that girl, but I know that that's very common and that's out there where we do this comparison of, like our body and what we look like. Yeah. And I think that's something that's really common for, for most women. I mean, I want to speak for, 
for all <laughs> for all of us, but I think it's common that I mean from from middle school through adulthood or this idea that yes, I've had children, but this person had kids and they bounced back real quick or I should be this. I think that's what I get in my head is well, I should be doing this or I should look like this or it's been two years, almost two years since I had my youngest. So I should be at this place. And then I think what can happen for a lot of women is, or maybe even for men too, is that this idea of self-worth becomes attached to our physical appearance and we can start to lose our identity as a, like first and foremost, before I'm anything, I'm a child of God. And, and I know that that can sound like really cheesy maybe, or like, or even, you know, saying like, I should have a healthy, um, relationship with my body or, um, uh, think of our body as a friend, but I mean, it's a very Catholic thing to, to think about our bodies and our souls. Like we need to care for both of them. Mm -hmm. Um, our body is a temple. Um, but like not allowing that physical to trump the spiritual or to allow the physical to, to mandate, well, this is what I'm worth because yeah, like I may not be where I want to be physically, but that doesn't make me any less valuable as a person or any, any less, um, any less worthy as a woman, as a mother, whatever. Yeah, no, I think that's true. I think for women that there is a, a huge connection between my appearance and my worth. Mm-hmm. And um, I do want to read a little section um, from, from my planner, <laughs> uh, but I thought it was so good. You know, she mentioned how like 90, 91% of women don't like their bodies. And she said, and you know what I found in my life? When you feel bad about you, you often feel bad about everything else too. Mm. It's hard to be loving when you don't like yourself to be happy when you're unhappy with yourself and to be fun when you're hard on yourself. Uh, And that's why if we're going to grow into a woman we're proud of, we've got to learn to appreciate our body Mm. and appreciating our body and getting us to where we want to be are two different things. Mm -hmm. Right. Does that make sense? Like if we wait, like, Oh, once I reach this either ideal weight or if I can get this thing about my body and remedy it, then I'll be able to appreciate it. But coming into a, a, um, a place where we appreciate our body versus like a temple of the Holy Spirit, that this is what God has given me. And we might have weird quirks or things about uh, our body that we're not super comfortable with, but then learning to like embrace those things. And that is a journey, but that goes for us no matter what the number on the scale is, um, how we look in certain clothes. <laughs> the other women that we're around, like we can come to appreciation, even if, even if what we, the image that we want ourselves to look like, if we're not there yet. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And I just keep thinking like, this is a very Catholic thing and it's not even (laughs) like we're trying to like, we're not selling like a product. Cause I feel like sometimes when I hear people talk about these things, they're like, remember, it's all about loving you first, but we also for nine 99 a month, <laughs> you can do. <laughs> so we don't like have any products that we're trying to sell or anything, but like, 
if even if you hit a specific number on the scale, because I know for me, like I could I could tell you immediately, like, oh, if I weighed this much, I would be the most wonderfully joyful person. No, I wouldn't, because it's not about the number. It's about really like, am I grateful for where I am now? And then, yeah, it, it is good to, to treat our bodies well and to do what we can, too. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, I think that if we're as mothers in particular, that when we're one secure in ourselves, um, when we're grateful for what we have, um, I think it's, it's at the service of our family, even like we can be better wives. We can be better moms when we're comfortable and confident in, in who we are. Yeah. And then also like even trying to teach my children a view, a view of like body image. And I don't, this was not like a conversation that was being had when I was younger. I mean, um, about any friend circle, it'd be like, Oh, here's a model on this page. Like I want to look like that, but mm-hmm. there was like healthy body image sort of talk in a religious context, um, learning to appreciate my body, the gift of my body. And, uh, we live in a culture where, I mean, really almost everything is about appearance as far as like, you know, um, on TV, on commercials, uh, kind of getting this ideal um, image. And for for women, I, I cannot speak for men. So yeah. for women, that's really hard because there's a standard that is like, okay, unattainable, yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, how do I do that? And so I think too, trying to when we can learn how to appreciate bodies and like teach our kids to do the same that I pray that hopefully this sort of um struggle and like some people have like deep struggles with this and can lead to all kinds of behaviors but really trying to teach our kids from a young age but we can't do that if we don't appreciate our own bodies oh yeah and I think about that too I mean I have two daughters I have two sons but I think especially for my daughters I want them to feel comfortable and confident in their bodies and right now they're very young so like we they know they're adorable right because we tell them all the time but as they step into um as they as they continue to grow like um stepping into the teenage years like I know that that's something that if I am not modeling like positive body image and gratitude, um, that's going to be really difficult for them to model as well. Um, so just keeping that in mind, you know, especially for those of us with, um, with the girls, um, but even for the guys too, like, again, we can't speak from the male perspective, but I'm sure there are, there are other types of body, body image issues that come up for them as well. Yeah. And I think too, it's, it's also about like, um, paying attention to what we point out. Like my mm. daughter, she has beautiful red hair. It is she beautiful, does. natural wave. Um, even when she was, I mean, for two years, she was bald and had no hair. Um, but then when it started growing, she had these really tight like curls. And it was, I mean, everybody from the moment she could hear people speak, it was always like, oh, your hair, oh, your hair. You know? <laughs> and I'm not saying it's bad. Like her hair is beautiful, but she really for a long time was protective of her hair you know? Um, and so it is beautiful. It stands out, but also like, instead of like, if someone has like, if there's a part of their body that just really stands out, like their hair or their eye color, um, being careful about how much we mention that. Mm. Um, but also like appreciating the body for what it can do. 
Um, like instead of like, oh, wow, you have such big muscles, you know, for, for my son, be like, oh, did you see how far you threw that baseball? Right. Do you see the difference? Mm-hmm. And I think in, in the language uh, and we come to appreciate our body, not just in how it looks, but what we're able to do. Um, and yeah, so just sort of rephrasing those things and paying attention to how much we mention how someone looks instead of like, okay, what have they done? Mm-hmm. Oh, and so like for even like uh, women who have had babies, like instead of saying like, oh, well, I got, I gained this much baby weight being like, do you realize what you did? Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, four times. Four babies. Right? <laughs> you grew these humans in your body. That's amazing. Right. And so, uh, and I think refocusing on like the, um, just like the miracle of our bodies and what God has designed it. Yeah. Yeah. And even like realizing that your body is good in and of itself. Cause Mm -hmm. I know that there, I know, like I think about, um, and you've shared this a little bit, like with your, your cross of infertility, even like recognizing that your body is good, even without a certain, uh, without a certain ability, like it Mm -hmm. is good in and of itself. Your body is a gift in and of itself. Um, and yes, we can do these, these different things, but like being like resting in the fact, like you exist as a person, like that is a gift. That's an, that's an incredible thing, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, one of the things, Deanna, that I said, Hey, why don't we, why don't we sort of do this is there's actually this really great prayer called the litany for healing of body image written by Emily Wilson. Um, I found it in this book, uh, awaken my heart. And it's a really, really powerful prayer. Mm. In our show notes, we'll put like a link where you can um, pay a small fee for like a digital download of it, but it's really beautiful. And um, the prayer is just stunning. It's very so, beautiful. Uh, we were just going to go through some of it um, and like what spoke to us mm. because it's really about, um, yeah, how we have viewed our body. Like, God, give me the grace to do the, to treat my body in this way. Or Lord, deliver me from these fears about my body that I have. Um, Or also, Lord, forgive me for the times when I haven't treated my body like a good friend. Uh, And so, um, and then also then ending it with Jesus, I praise you. Like, I praise you for my mole. (laughs) (laughs) I praise you for my eyes, for my nose, whatever it is. And so, um, so yeah. So Deanna, I'm just going to throw it out to you. Yeah. What were some things in that litany that stood out to you? There were a few. There's one um for peace and believing that you did not make any mistakes when you made me. Um for acceptance of the way my cultural heritage is reflected in my body. Uh, for the wisdom to see that my body grew a life and is not supposed to look like it did before my children were born. Yes. <laughs> And from the temptation to believe that as a woman, I am defined by my appearance. Those were a few Mm. of the ones that, that I thought were particularly powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I've never, so when she brought this up and I'm just going to dive into this a little bit, you didn't know I was going to do it, but you had mentioned it, but um, I had never really thought about for um, the acceptance of the way my cultural heritage is reflected in, in my body. I mean, I grew up in the country and we were just like cowboy boots and <laughs> cowboy hats and belt buckles, you know, 
there wasn't a lot of exposure to lots of different cultural things. There was just country, you know? And so uh, as someone who is black, um, could you speak a little bit about, I know you did a little bit about with your hair. Yeah. Was there something that helped in your acceptance of like, okay, no, I, I appreciate this about me. I think, I think with, with my hair in particular, it was realizing, and it's, I mean, just a random side note, there are products and like, it's almost been like this movement for, um, for women to really embrace their natural hair, women of all shades and, and, and colors and ethnicities. Um, so there's more products that are available to actually care for um, kinky curly hair like mine. But I think it was just in realizing like, this is a very unique part of who I am. And you're always so affirming. Picky, <laughs> like I'll come in the office and I've got like my massive fro. But I, I love mean, that's- it. <laughs> And instead, because I think it's really easy to be like, well, I don't have like this perfectly straight hair, but realize I'm like, no, like that's part of me. That's a big part of, of who I am. And um, I did a 23 in me. So I get to see like my exact genetic breakdown and I'm like 52% sub-Saharan African and like really like, no, that's like part of who, that's part of who I am. And even like the way, like my body is curvy um, and that's just genetics, <laughs> Like, and that's a good, it's a good thing. Um, so yeah, I think just it like, it isn't, it's always going to be an ongoing struggle, I guess. But I think in like seeing it's seeing other women who are very positive about and very comfortable in their bodies too. I think that that can be really encouraging. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for sharing. Um, I do, I love your hair. I think it's because I wish my hair could be as curly. I mean, I work to get these curls. This is not natural. Um, and my hair can be as like super straight and I'm just like and stringy. So I'm like, maybe get a little curl. I love, love your curls. Thanks. <laughs> um, and I wish I could have them. <laughs> um, I think in reading um, this litany, like a lot of the things were about like, Jesus, give me the grace to take better care of my body. Mm. Um, so for the energy to exercise as regularly as possible at this point in my life at and maybe in my life. Once yeah. a week, uh, or 30 minutes, yeah. but I know the thing is, I know that I could spend more time on, on myself and I've just gotten into a habit of like, cause I was just, I want to be healthy, you know, yeah. I my heart to take as long as it can. I want to be there for my kids. I want to be able to run outside and play football, not just now, but in 10 years, you know, yeah. Yeah. an active grandmother. If God calls my children to marriage and I become a grandma, if they all become nuns and priests, like that's totally fine too. But, um, you know, but asking God for the grace to like, for the discipline, for the discipline to tend mm-hmm. to um, to say no to those things that I really don't need. I love ice cream. I love chocolate. And I love, I love Amen. Amen. I need more water in my life. <laughs> um, um, and exercise and sleep. Like I would say like, those, for me, some of the biggest things was like, I have the ability to take better care of this body that God has given me. Um, because really when I'm tired, I'm more irritable with my children. When I'm not fueling my body while like feeding it what it needs, um, it's hard, it's just hard for you to function if you're not 
giving your body the nutrients it needs um, and like water, staying hydrated. And I know that probably sounds so simple, but like I said before, like my relationship with my body is just very like, I'll get to that friend. Like if I have time Yeah. yeah. Um, instead of making time um, for those things. So no, that's such a good point. And it's reminding me, we had an episode, one of our very first episodes was with Emily Frazee. And we think we talked about like a Catholic guide to self-care or something like mm-hmm. that. And we'll put a link to that in the show notes, but yeah, all of this is part of, of self-care and really like if we're taking good care of our bodies mm-hmm. and we're taking good care of our souls, like that's what, I mean, that's, it's part of being a good Catholic. <laughs> it's about part of being yeah. a good human is taking care of both. Um, because yeah, if we allow our physical health to, um, to go on the back burner, um, we're, we are not being our full selves, but also recognizing like, I can, yeah, just like the balance of our self-worth is not put into our physical, but caring for ourselves physically is, is as important as caring for the soul as well. Yeah. And I, and I think too, like, um, even though that's probably one of my biggest things is just being neglectful of my body, not caring for it. Um, what some of the things I did want to mention, um, in this, um, in this litany is like some of the things she said is like from the fear that my physical appearance makes me unlovable Mm. from the belief that more attractive, more attractive women are better than me. Like there are times where those thoughts Mm -hmm. have entered like, oh, she's better because she looks better. Um, even though it hadn't been a long-term like struggle, it definitely was something that has entered my mind, you know, but I know that there are people who go an extended amount of time feeling unlovable, feeling not worthy of love and respect. Um, which is heartbreaking to me because We are made by, and again, I know you said that this kind of sounds cheesy, but we are made by God. We are his children. And I think a part of all of this is just recognizing who we are, not like what we or what we can do, but we're God's, we're God's daughter. And, or if you're a man, you're God's son, <laughs> uh, we're God's children. And our value is in that we are his, that yeah. we are, we are made in his image and likeness. And then Um, but coming to embrace that can kind of be like peeling an onion. Like there's so many layers that sometimes we feel we have to get through. Um, and sometimes it makes us cry (laughs) to sort of tear through all of those things. Like, this is why I have value. And this, um, is why I love, love, love the Catholic church because over and over in our catechism, in our teachings, um, it talks about the sanctity of all all human life. And it stems from like our very solid belief that from the moment we are conceived in our mother's womb, we are uniquely made by God, that we have a soul that's unrepeatable, um, that will live for eternity somewhere, hopefully in heaven. Uh, and that's powerful. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I got, I get really yeah. the church because, and I feel like the church reiterates that in all these different um, areas from conception to natural death. And it all stems from like the value of the person, which includes the soul and the body. And sometimes it can be hard for women to embrace that, but it is our truth. Yeah. Uh, it is the truth. It's not just our truth. It's the truth that God himself handed 
handed to us. So. Exactly. Exactly. Oh man. Well, I hope that this is a, a helpful conversation for everyone or just to even take this to prayer to think like, okay, like, well, you know, what is, am I grateful for my body and what is my relationship with my body right now? And, um, and that it isn't like this, it isn't like a weird or new agey thing to, to even ask, like, you know, what is my relationship with my body? But to recognize that because we are body and soul, like you were saying, like it, it, it affects every part of who we are and how, um, and if we can have that solid relationship or, um, to have peace or gratitude, um, and to not continue to like measure ourselves or compare, um, that it just makes room for, for more, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. But we'll put a link to the, uh, where you can get the litany of the litany for healing of body image. Um, Maybe a link to that, to to the book from um, Emily Wilson. It's really Um, good. Awaken my heart. Awaken my heart. That does sound good. Um, And a link to the other episode on self-care. So awesome. Well, thank you, Mickey. This is such a great conversation i just love sitting there like what topic can we just throw at each other and just have a (laughs) awesome awesome well should we end with prayer absolutely all right in the name of the father and the son of the holy spirit amen good and gracious god thank you for the gift of who we are thank you that we are your sons and daughters um we ask that you heal any wounds that we have Um, any obstacles that we have in accepting who you've created us to be, um, wounds in our physical appearance or just struggles that we have with accepting how you've created us and help us to have a sense of gratitude and peace that we are who you created us to be, that um, our worth is infinite because we belong to you first and foremost. Um, and give us the grace to take things a day at a time. We ask these things in your name. Amen. 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 Father and Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks, Mickey. Thanks, Deanna.